Okay, we are live. I I don't know what happened. <laughs> I left the show yesterday with the audio correct. I opened it up today. It's incorrect. I don't know what's going on. Thank you for notifying us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, good evening. I guess it's evening now. Already, yes. Yeah. Um, Valeria. Yes. Darling. Yes. How are you today? Good. Good. No headache? <laughs> Headache, yes. You do have a headache. Oh, fascinating. It's that? almost like you just told me that yes. a second ago. Um, why, why is it that you have a headache? Uh, I think I slept for like 12 hours, so yeah. for yeah. me it's a little she bit She slept too way too long, which, uh, which, you guys ever get that? You sleep too long and then you feel worse? I don't get that because <laughs> I sleep, I sleep way too few hours every day, but, but Valeria, Valeria gets a good amount of hours of sleep. And then when she sleeps too long, it's like it's like she she's sick or something. She feels bad. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. But I I, I feel great if I get too much sleep. <laughs> All right. So, darling, what? Intro. Oh, intro. Yeah. Let's do the intro. You guys are watching the least professional show on YouTube, as illustrated by the first few seconds of this show. As always. My darling Valeria is toxic. No, no. I get it wrong every time. I am toxic. My darling Valeria is masculine. Together we are toxic masculinity. (laughs) Toxic masculinity. Okay. All right. All right. Let's start the show. Darling, would you like to read the first story? Uh, Yes. Yes. Mike Lindell drops new election. Lindell? Lindell? You wa- we watch his advertisements literally every day. I know he's as a Mr. Pillow guy. No, no, Lindell. Lindell. Oh, Lindell, okay. Yes. Mike Lindell <laughs> dropped so new offensive. election. <laughs> new election. All right, uh, l- let me read it. Mike Lindell's new film offers scientists scientific proof of an election that may or may not have been perfect. Let's go ahead and... Uh, oh, no, look what I've done. Look what I've done. Okay, I'll fix it. Hold on, give me one second. Nope, not that one. This one. All right, switch to... Uh, people say it's called heavy head if you sleep for too long. Heavy head? Heavy head. Heavy head. I did not know that. Thank I you, guys. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I'm trying to come up with a joke with using the term heavy head, but nothing's coming maybe to me. Maybe later. Maybe, maybe later. That's why we need Kurt on the show. We need a third person. We need Kurt to come up with the puns and the... Hilarious jokes. Okay. So Mike Lindell's new film offers scientific proof of an election that was perfect. Right, darling? It was honest. Yes. Biden won. Yeah, nothing nothing untoward. Yeah, but it could be better. Biden <laughs> could have won even more yeah. if that would be perfect. <laughs> then it would have been perfect. Let's start there. 100% votes for Biden. That would have been totally fair then let's legitimate. be fair okay 99 yeah yeah let's be re- re- realistic okay michael and released a new documentary wednesday that offers scientific proof that uh, the election was um let's say doctored because i don't think that'll get uh that'll tick off youtube too much um that was doctored let's just call it doctored now let's let's go ahead and play a clip of this because um it's good it's good stuff and i think I think everybody should watch this. I, I liked his last documentary that he did. That seemed valid. There were a lot of people that criticized it. But Mike Lindell is saying, no, 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 no. The criticism is all false. 
and his documentary was 100% accurate. He's very adamant about this. And, um, well, let, let me just say this before we watch this clip. Here's why I wanted to show that, well, two reasons I wanted to show this article. One, I think everybody should go out and watch this video. Two, Mike Lindell is currently being sued by Dominion, and I think one of the other companies that he's been talking about. Maybe, maybe it's just Dominion. I may be wrong about who he's being sued by, but he's definitely being sued by Dominion. Now, here's the thing about that. Ordinarily, when people are getting sued by a company for libel or slander, they don't continue to talk about that company. <laughs> like, that's like a weird thing, because like normally, like sometimes, you know, people become afraid that anything that they can say, you know, anything that they say can and will be used against them in a court of law, right? Like the, like the Miranda, Miranda rights say. Uh, and so they think, okay, well, I better be quiet because they can maybe take something that I've said and manipulate it and say, oh, look, you know, this person has slandered me or something like that. Mike Lindell is so confident that what he's saying is true and that what he said in the past is true that he's making a new video going after these people. And this is something of an attack for sure. But here's the thing. I actually think this helps him because in American law, which Valeria and I were talking about this before the show, in American law... You, you, cannot, you cannot be convicted of slander or libel. You can't get into trouble for that unless it's proved that you are knowingly lying, right? So if I say something nasty about my neighbor on this show here, um, they can't sue me unless what I'm saying is false or I know it's false, right? If I produce some kind of news story, and the thing about that is the media lied about Trump a ton, and they definitely knew it was false. And we have evidence to show that they knew it was false. Um, but the Trump administration never went after them. And I wish they had. I wish the media had got had been like t taken down by slander and libel laws. Because that's what they're there for. That's what they're there for. But in this particular case, um, if you have somebody who's not only not scared off by this company suing him for slander and libel, but rather doubling down and going ahead and making another video... <laughs> that slams them. Well, that indicates to me that, excuse me, even if everything he says is wrong in those videos, he believes it. He definitely believes it. And I don't think what he's saying is wrong in those videos. I think what he's saying is right. But even if they could come in and prove everything he's saying is wrong, unless they can prove he's, he's intentionally lying about them, he can't get into trouble. Unless you have a corrupt judge. If you have a corrupt judge that's like owned by the Democrats, you can get into tr trouble. But um, in Russia, of course, they would just put you in prison without a trial. That's true. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and watch some of this video. Just a little clip of it. It's not going to be too much. All right. Hold on. It's impossible to have this same glitch. Every time. In every single county. And so far, it's been every single county you've done in the United States. So far. The same thing, the yes. same machines, the same attack, yep. the same people, yes. the same corruption that went on, the same crime against humanity yes. was all crossed all the states. So for me to get 1.000 and I'm a physicist, that ain't natural, buddy. Right. So it couldn't <laughs> be done by humans. No, no. This it's is a, not by 100% impossible. No, no. Had to be machines. Yes. And they had to be 
online. Be constantly online. Constantly <laughs> online, everybody. No way could you ever do that humanly to make all of them exactly right. increase the same percentage. When yeah. I've shown this to other people, they've said, well, gee, how could people do that? And I say, you they couldn't. Can't. You, you couldn't. can't. It has to be, has to be machines. Be. It has to be. And it rhymes with Dominion. <laughs> and it, it rhymes with Smartmatic and ES and S. All these <laughs> machines that were used out there. And um, and it, it can be, and it can be, once again, I just want you to say one more time. It has to, it cannot be machine, or it cannot be done by humans. Cannot be done. And you have to have access before, during, and after. The, this is too extensive. It could not be done by humans. It right. has to be done by computers. A room full of computers somewhere right. that's connected to the internet. Anyway, that's a taste of what uh, is in the Lindell video. I, I love it. I, I think it's fantastic that he's he's really pushing this even after you know the election's all over with. Uh, people aren't really talking about this anymore. Mike Lindell is still doing the research. He's still going into it. I mean, the way I see it, he's like an American hero, basically. You know, trying to save our democracy from, you know, being doctored. Let's call it doctored. Well, um, I think it's a good thing that he is pushing it, like, forward. Despite the fact that he's being sued. Yeah, that's and, amazing. Well, if he would back up, that would be terrible. Right. Because people won't like that. Well, I mean, we would be less informed. Yeah, this is the thing about censorship and and uh, and all this stuff on YouTube. Because this this you you'd never be able to put this on YouTube. I mean, the whole video. He's already maybe this was clip. censored. He was deleted from Twitter. I yeah. think. I mean, it's ridiculous. Why can't people express ideas that they believe? We, we we're in. We we literally. If your ideas are different than what they think is true. Yes. But the thing is, like, that's the whole point of freedom of speech and. You know, a lot of these libertarians will say, well, it's a private company. They can block whatever speech they want. But I say this. If a million people being blocked are freed by one company being regulated a little bit, their speech being regulated a little bit, and the only regulation that they're, that they're being presented with is regulation to not censor people. That's the regulation that they're being, you know, that they're being controlled by. If that's the only regulation that we need to put in place in order to give the freedom of speech to like a million other people that they're censoring, then we definitely need to regulate the social media companies. You cannot censor people's freedom of speech. I think that it's completely unreasonable that they're doing that. And, uh, you know, I talk about it all the time on the show because I'm one of the people being censored. And it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. But it, it drove me nuts even before I was being heavily censored. I mean... I was always being a bit censored, but this it's gotten ridiculous now. But anyway, let's uh, let's go ahead and look into this story. So this is this is from the War Room, Bannon's War Room. I don't like to read from them because their stuff isn't always uh, super well vetted and researched. <laughs> I've seen, so I've found articles that were not true uh, on on their site, so I don't usually use them. But uh, this is the best article I found about this Mike Lindell thing because he had an interview. If you keep watching that video, there's an interview Mike Lindell does with Bannon, and it's great. It's a great interview. Michael Lindell released a new documentary Wednesday that offers scientific proof the election was doctored. The film Scientific Proof features an hour-long interview with physicist uh, Dr. Douglas G. Frank, who reveals a stunning algorithm used nationwide to control the um, selection, let's call it. Selection. Um, there, there's only one truth here, Lindell said. This isn't anything between the truth... This isn't anything in between, and the truth is out now. 
The interview was so compelling, <laughs> Lindell decided to re release it separate from his upcoming documentary, Absolute Interference, uh, which is set for release next week. And that will show the evidence of uh, Chinese interference in the 2020 election. The film is a follow-up to Absolute Proof, his first documentary, seen by 140 million people. When I came out with Absolute Proof, all of that data, longitude, latitude, IP addresses, Lindell said, since that time, we took teams of people and went overseas um, and, and here to validate IP addresses. Lindell said the firm includes whistleblowers who have since flipped on Dominion. Lindell said the film offers 100% irrefutable evidence the election was doctored. I don't want to say that word because I'm afraid that this video will never be seen by anyone. All right. We, we took all the feedback from Absolute Proof and we said, okay, you want more? We'll get more. He said, every single thing in, in there scientifically we have proven, Lindell said. Uh, where you physically go, go out and you say, this is real. Here's the computer. Here's the password of the computer. Here's where the vote was flipped. Uh, Lindell said the interview with Dr. Frank proves 100% this was a cyber attack and it was uh, across all countries. Oh, sorry, all counties, all counties. Yeah, that's actually one thing that he says in the interview that I thought was interesting. Um, he, he actually says that uh, this was a nationwide effort to manipulate um, the count. And I had all... Every democracy, like state, every... Every state, state, every state. And, and the thing is, that was something that I had suspected uh, in my research, because I had done a deep dive research into the Even doctoring. Texas? What do you mean in Texas? Even Texas, they tried to... Yeah, I think that... So, because here's what, here's what my theory was. Because I noticed that in a lot of places, the votes seemed weirdly high for Biden in a lot of red areas like deep red areas mm -hmm. like that's where biden got actually got most of his votes so you would see in the blue areas trump actually got an increase in votes and in the red area biden got an increase in votes and i can understand trump getting an increase in blue areas and the reason because i mean he didn't win those areas but like if if biden got you know 80% or let's say Hillary Clinton got 80% and Trump got 20%. This time maybe Biden got 70% and 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 Trump got 30%, right? Mm -hmm. So it you know Trump just closed the gap a little bit. He didn't win the blue blue areas, but he just kind of closed the gap. The same thing happened in the red areas, in the red counties. Um you know, let's say in the previous election, you know, Hillary got 40% and Trump got 60%. Well, now Biden would get like 49% and Trump would get 51% or mm -hmm. something like that. He would close the gap. But I, I know most of you probably live in conservative areas. The places that, that I've lived in my life and the places that I visited and the people that I know who live in red areas, um, red areas are not places that are likely to shift blue at all. Yeah. Not only that, it's like the kind of people that live in red areas... Even if they did start thinking that, oh, you know, maybe the left has a good idea. They're not going to vote for Biden. They're not going to vote for Biden. People in deep red areas of the country, deep red counties, they are like very pragmatic, practical people. They pride themselves in their pragmatism, their common sense. And they're, they're actually smart. They're much smarter than people think. People think, oh, farmers aren't that smart. Farmers are just these dumb hicks from. No, they're not. Every farmer I know is like super freaking smart. Like they all aced, you know, their way through school. 
and then, you know, did well in college and then went back and ran the farm. Like every farmer I grew up with was, was really smart. One guy, not, not, not smart. <laughs> One guy I knew who grew up on a farm wasn't that smart. But everybody else I knew who grew up on a farm is like freaking genius. Uh, uh, it's really smart, really sensible, good people, good Christians, right? The people who end up becoming, I, I, there's just not that many that shift from blue to red. Uh, sorry, from red to blue. A lot of people shift from blue to red. Nobody yeah. shifts from Democrat to Republican. It's very rare. That happens. You're about all the time. There's a term maybe, for it. Maybe there red pilling. Maybe there was a couple of people, but they all went to CNN. And then CNN was interviewing them. Like couple, Exactly. Couple yeah, there's guys. like two people in the country. Yeah, yeah we know two. <laughs> and then CNN found them. Unbelievably rare that somebody switches from from uh, conservative to, to a Democrat or from Republican to Democrat. But the other way is it's very common. So this idea that there was all these people in red areas that shifted. So I started to see this trend all over the country. And I, and I was saying, I don't think this is possible. I don't think it's possible that in all these deep red counties, Biden got all these extra votes now just because of mail-in voting. No. Like there were all these lazy Democrats that were just like hanging out in these Republican districts. And then as soon as the mail-in voting came around, they were like, oh, I can vote now. That didn't happen. I'm sorry. That did not happen. So when Mike Lindell says that his research shows that this was happening all over the country in all 50 states, that supports my theory from the evidence that I saw that I had figured out when I was doing this research. Now, I didn't put out as many videos about the election as I wanted to. One, because... There was just so much data coming. It was like overwhelming. There were so many stories to do. Gateway Pundit had a lot of stuff on this. But I did a, I did a, I did a few videos on it. Um, but I didn't do as many as maybe I should have. But that was one thing that was definitely, that definitely I noticed was that, um, was that it was the red counties who, who, who won Biden the election, which is just not realistic. That's just not realistic. Okay, guys. Um, I think that we've talked enough about this. I would like to say that if you... Um, that you should watch Mike Lindell's video. Um, you can see it by going on to, let's see here, lindelltv.com, L-I-N-D-E-L-L-T-V.com. Um, I, I do not have a link in the description, but I will put one there. Um, I'll put one there. Do you want to read the next? Uh, do you want to read? I? Yes, let's let's read the next headline. YouTube plans to experiment with select selectively hiding dislikes. Oh, now they're gonna switch all of my dislikes on White House to <laughs> likes. Not exactly. Well, no, they're no, no. <laughs> what they're gonna do is they're going to just hide the dislikes. Yeah. So did you notice that did you notice that for a while they were just deleting dislikes? Now they're just gonna hide dislikes. Now all dislikes are just gonna be hidden because they're being accused of deleting dislikes, which they are doing actually. People have proof. Like people have a photo of like, you know, the White House video. Yes. It shows a hundred thousand dislikes and then suddenly it's twenty thousand dislikes and, and you're like, What the hell just happened? Okay, that's it's probably I think 000. people Chris, you understand? People watch the interviews until the end, mm -hmm. and they then decided to switch their dislikes to likes. Oh, is that what happened? They every had it on dislike. It happens to me every time, darling. You, you, you're every watching. Time. You're watching a Biden video. You instantly dislike yes. it. Then you watch the way through, and you're like, "He's so great. I'm going to change that to a like." Mm -hmm. That's what you do. <laughs> Somehow, I don't believe you. Somehow, I don't believe you. So, um, 
Now, it's actually, I caught wind of this story from a YouTuber, a YouTube channel that I watch called Clownfish TV, Clownfish TV, and they do a lot of stuff on pop culture stuff. They're like big fans of uh, Disneyland. They love Disneyland stuff and Disney stuff. They like pop culture. They love Star Wars, all that kind of crap, but they are fairly rational people, and so they're seeing all this SJW woke garbage coming out of Disney, and they kind of hate Disney now, right? They're people who grew up loving Disney. They're big fans of Disney. Their whole show used to be like pro Disney and stuff and then now it's becoming all woke their, their show's kind of I wouldn't say anti-Disney but it's definitely like critical mm-hmm. and what they noticed is that on all of the Disney stuff on all the Disney stuff you'll find that uh, on YouTube if you go to like okay let me look maybe I can bring it up here if you go to the the YouTube Star Wars um, channel yeah let's see here if you go to the Star Wars channel on YouTube, here we go, Star Wars. Okay. So let me go ahead and open up the, uh, you guys can have a look here. So if you look at this, for instance, um, 50,000 views, a step into the dark art of the High Republic and more. This High Republic thing is something that Kathleen Kennedy's doing. And if you click on that, we see that they've got 2,000 likes and 9,000 dislikes. Kind of unbelievable, right? And uh, that's true like across the board. There's just a ton of these videos where it's it's ridiculous. Like, And then Kathleen Kennedy was, I think she was at the Oscars or something like that. And she did a speech at the Oscars. And all these Star Wars fans went on and they, they disliked all of the Kathleen Kennedy. They, they, they disliked that video massively. There was a huge flood of dislikes and very few likes. And so... Star Wars stuff is just getting bombarded by all these dislikes, unless it's something about Mandalorian mm-hmm. or something that's created by John Favreau or or Filoni, Dave Filoni. Anything that they produce because the fans really love that stuff, it, it it's it's liked more than it's disliked. But all the stuff by Kathleen Kennedy, and it's especially because of the Gina Carano stuff. People started to get really engaged after Gina Carano was fired. They were pissed off at Disney. Mm-hmm. They started to make their displeasure known. By going in and disliking all the videos on Star Wars. They don't just ignore it. They go and they actively dislike it. Now, that's a hell of a lot nicer than a lot of the stuff the woke mob does on Twitter where they try to get you fired and they do all this stuff. Going in and just hitting the dislike button on a video, that doesn't really hurt anyone. I mean, (laughs) you know, maybe it hurts the fragile left-wing feelings... But it doesn't actually... It just shows our displeasure. It shows that this is not a popular thing that you're doing. Stop doing it. The comment section maybe get a little vicious. Well, uh, White, House, White House already deleted comment section. You can't comment on exactly. their Exactly. Well, so the, the point I'm trying to make here is that um, I'm not sure that this, that this channel that I was watching is right. Because what they were saying was that they believe that the reason that YouTube is doing this is because, is, is at least in part, because of Disney. Mm-hmm. Their thought was that it was primarily because of Disney, or that's kind of the, the sense that I got from the video that they produced. I'm not sure that's true. I think that it has probably has something to do with Disney for sure, and this um, and people showing their displeasure by hitting the dislike button. But I also think that it has to do with the Biden White House, because every time, and let's see if we can't find that actually. If we go to, if we go to, um, oh no, look at all. I don't know what all that is. That's some gross stuff we're looking at. Uh, White House. Let's go to the White House uh, website. And let's see. Uh-oh. 
That's not good. Nobody wants to look at her. <laughs> All right, let's see here. So this one has 157 likes, 3,000 dislikes. <laughs> 3,000 dislikes. That's crazy. Of course, the comments are off. Let's go to the next video. 262 likes, 2,700 dislikes. <laughs> That's insane. Open like Biden's speech or press conference or something like important. Uh, okay, well, this is Biden signs a Paycheck, Paycheck Protection Act thing. Let's see here. Uh, 449 likes to 4,400 dislikes. What about, what, what, is, what is like most uh, um, views? Of views uh, what, okay, what? well, let's have a look. Sort by most popular. Of course, it's inauguration. Let's go to the inauguration. Uh, 16,000 likes. That's actually pretty good. 16,000 mm-hmm. likes. Impressive. 100,000 dislikes. <laughs> what? 100,000. Holy crap. <laughs> that is insane. So, yeah. So, I think maybe it has something to do with Disney, but I think maybe it has something to do with Biden as well. I think probably it has more to do with Biden than it has to do with Disney. But I don't know. Maybe maybe Disney went in and petitioned YouTube and said, look, you got to do something about this. And their answer to it was, well, we can't stop people from disliking videos. So, you know, what we'll do is we'll just hide the dislikes. You can dislike a video, but it won't show the number. It'll only show the number of likes. Which is... Which is just such a, I mean, we're just getting into a, an era, guys, where it's just becoming, everything's becoming ridiculously 1984. I mean, we're living in 1984. People who don't know about the book will think I'm crazy. They'll be like, uh, it's 2021, Mr. Reagan, hello. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, the, the novel, the dystopian novel, 1984, we live in that time now. It's so weird. I never, as a kid, I always thought that was totally like fantasy, like, Science fiction, like we'd never live in an era like that. America would never become like that. We have totally become like that. It's 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 astonishing. I mean, we're not quite there to where they're spying on us every single second of the day, but they have the capacity to. We have Alexa. <laughs> never mind. She shut off. Okay, let's see here. YouTube will uh, try hiding video dislike counts from some users. So this is sort of like a beta test type thing where they're just going to do it with a few users. I wonder who those users might be, Valeria. Might it be Disney and the White House? <laughs> I think it might. The company says it's a small experiment that will start in the next few few weeks. Over the next few weeks, YouTube plans to test several new interface designs that won't publicly display how many dislikes a video has earned. In the design the company showed off, the dislike button is still there for people to tap, but it doesn't have a count that's updated in real time. According to YouTube, content creators will still see the information through YouTube Studio. So you can still be depressed by the number of people who hate you, but the rest of the world can't see it. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. In response to creator feedback around well-being and targeted dislike campaigns, we're testing a few designs that don't show public dislike count. If you're part of this small experiment, you might spot one of these designs in the coming weeks. Example below. No, In this, your case, it's going to be just the dislikes. Just the dislikes? <laughs> I never... I don't get that many dislikes. I get... My like-to-dislike ratio is approximately... I think it's something like... 99.7 or something like that. 99.7% likes and 0.3% dislikes. 
And the reason for that is that YouTube doesn't show my videos to anyone who isn't subscribed to my channel, mm-hmm. which, which really messes up my view counts. Like my view counts have dropped to about a third of what they used to be on average. Um, but they don't actually, they don't actually vary. So I don't really get a huge variation on my counts. My counts are almost all about 25 to 30,000 views every single video. A few of them are a little bit lower, and a few of them are like slightly higher, but they're almost all about twenty-five to 30,000 views now because they don't show them to anyone outside. So, so if my video does particularly well, like, like a lot of people are clicking it very quickly, a lot of people really like the video, it'll just get to the point where I have total saturation of all my subscribers that want to see it, and then it'll just stop showing the videos to anyone. So, so if like it, my it's, if my if my subscribers are slow to click, that means the video isn't doing as well. Um, it might take longer to get to twenty five thousand or something like that. But if it's if they're really quick to click and I get to twenty five thousand really quickly, that should indicate that it's a popular video and they should show it to more people. YouTube just doesn't show it to anybody else. They just go, oh, those people liked it, fine, done. That's all you get to. That's that's the only people that get to see it because they're the only ones subscribed. So I have a cap of the amount of people who are even able to see my videos. Um, anyway, so let's keep reading. Uh, the company says they te- uh, the test follows feedback from content creators. The only content creators it's following feedback from are like Disney and the Biden administration. That's it. There's probably it's probably not even both. It's probably like one of them. We're just seeing this phenomenon occur in these two instances. Um, on well-being and dislike campaigns, well-being, it, it's hurts our well-being. <laughs> My poor soul is hurt by the number of people that don't like me. Well, maybe that's an indication you should change your behavior. If like hundreds of thousands of people hate you, maybe you should change things up. And granted, that was also true about Trump, <laughs> but... That that may have been because the mainstream media was lying about him every second of the day. That could have had something to do with it as well. There's not much you can change about yourself if people are just lying about you blatantly every single day, all day. Let's see here. Um, but they note that people will still be able to use the dislike button and share feedback as well as well shape their recommend as well as I think they mean as well as shape their recommendations. Uh, what to do with the dislike button is something YouTube has been thinking about since since at least 2018. That's the year its annual rewind feature became the most disliked video on the platform. <laughs> One year later, the company floated the idea of... So they had a, a video that they made themselves that was disliked massively. And they were like, oh, that's not very nice. <laughs> that makes us feel bad. We don't like feeling bad. What are we going to do about this? Well, just let's just remove the dislike feature. <laughs> they disliked us, those bastards. We're just going to remove the dislike feature. It, they're like they're like a they're like a um they're like a spoiled child. They're like a spoiled YouTube leftists are all like spoiled children. If they don't like something, they just change it. I don't like that. I'm taking that away from you. You're not allowed to use that anymore. You didn't use it nicely. It's like, yeah. People don't like people don't like what you're doing. Because you have a, a, a perspective of a reality that is dis, you know, that is delusional. Alright, let's see here. One year later the company floated the idea of trying things like turning off 
rating counts by default and removing the button altogether to prevent a mob of people from bombing a video. Now, see, here's the thing about the bombing, the, the terminology they're using here. I don't know how many people are like, get, you know, because here's the thing. The left will have these organized attacks where, you know, leftists will, will um, have certain groups, right? They'll have groups on Reddit or they'll, they'll all be following some, some massively influential person on Twitter or something like that. And the suggestion will be made, we should all do this. And then they all say, oh, yeah, yeah, let's get on board with that. And then there's like a campaign, like like firing Gina Carano, mm-hmm. I think, was, was, was coordinated to some degree. Um, and maybe, maybe not. Maybe it was an organic effort by leftists. I'm not sure. But what I do know is that on the right, we don't do that. On the right, we don't have organized campaigns like that. Um, the left thinks that we do. And that's why that's why they try to, you know, they try to justify this kind of totalitarian nonsense is they say, you guys are this is a coordinated effort to target certain people. It's it's never coordinated. I've never seen an effort from conservatives against leftists that was a coordinated effort to try to hurt them. Mm-hmm. It's always an organic thing that happens. Right. So, for instance, disliking White House videos. Do you dislike White House videos, Valeria, because somebody told you to dislike White House videos? No. Did Are you following somebody who was like, this is a good idea, guys. Let's all dislike White House videos. No, that was my idea. Yeah. That's you, why my first viral tweet on Twitter right, right. was it's true. on a daily basis. I go on YouTube channel just to dislike White House videos. That's and right. that's when viral. You said that to me and I said you need to tweet that out. If you tweet that out, I'll retweet you. You tweeted it out. I retweeted you. I think Elijah retweeted me. me. And then you got something like 20,000. No, no, you got more than that. How many did you get? You got like a gazillion likes on that video, on that um, I don't know. On that tweet. That's But that blew up your your Twitter. You're still not like Twitter famous yet. (laughs) But you but you did get quite a few followers after that. Because she just said to me one day, she was like, I go on the White House YouTube channel every single day and dislike well, whatever uh, videos f- they post. 15,000 likes. 15,000 likes, right. Yeah. Which for somebody with an account, you had like, what, two, 200 followers or something at the time? Yeah. That was a pretty big deal. Um, Valeria was like checking it every couple minutes being like, oh my gosh, it's 7,000. Oh my gosh, it's 8,000. It was pretty crazy. It was quite a bit of fun. But anyway, yeah, and and that was just something that she was doing. Just she just didn't like Biden. She didn't like the videos they were posting, and so she started to dislike it. And this is something that people, believe it or not, leftists, sometimes us conservatives, think of, think about doing things independently, right? Yeah. We think about doing things independently, and uh, we're not following anybody. Um, there is this concept of like parallel thought, where different people have the same thought at the same time, and the reason that this kind of thing occurs. It's like you and Tucker Carlson. Yeah, me and Tucker Carlson will oftentimes um, push the same videos, and they're not always videos that are new, that are like topical. They're not something that like came up in the news. It was just something that I had been researching, and something the Tucker people had been researching. I know sometimes they watch my show and they take my stuff, which is <laughs> fine, which is totally fine. I love that actually. Um, but uh, but sometimes I've produced a video. I'm not joking. I'll have produced a video. And then just before I put it out, Tucker will do a report on it, and it'll always be better because Tucker's guys are amazing. And I'm just like, damn it, Tucker, you beat me to it. So, um, yeah. Um, I, I, I know that they, they take some of the, the, the stuff from my videos um, 
for specific reasons that I won't get into, but uh, but yeah, a lot of it's just parallel thought. And actually, you you get this through time is you get inventors that kind of like invent the same thing at the same time. You'll have the same thing invented at the same time. It's because all the converging technologies that are needed to make that thing all developed at the same time. And different scientists from different areas are like, oh, all these things add up to X. And they all come up with the same idea at the same time. So that happens historically. And also just when you're looking at what goes on in the world, right? Um, what's happening in the world, we're all kind of observing similar stuff. And so people who are paying attention will often come to the same conclusions. And something as simple as a lot of us think that the election was doctored might be so irate at Biden that every time a video is posted, we might go on his YouTube channel and we might dislike the video. And that has nothing to do with coordinated effort, but that's what the left thinks. And so they justify their these kind of radical actions, these authoritarian actions, by saying that we're coordinated when we're not. We're just thinking, just parallel thought, guys, just parallel thought. The, the term isn't parallel thought, it's something else. In the comment section, you could tell me, people smarter than me, who remember stuff. I don't I have a terrible memory. All right. Um, okay. Um, what is uh, my Twitter, people asking? Oh, what is your Twitter? Your Twitter is Mrs. Reagan. Mrs. Reagan USA. Oh, yeah. Mrs. Reagan. Sorry. M-R-S Reagan USA. People know what Mrs. <laughs> if you don't I know would... how to spell Mrs., ladies and gentlemen, it's M-R-S. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't. I would, I would write actually like... M-I-S-S-U-S or something? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Miss Reagan, obviously. R-E-A-G-A-N. Uh, USA, USA. US, uh, <laughs> yeah, like United States America. <laughs> yeah, so so uh, yeah, go ahead and follow her on Twitter, Mrs. Reagan USA. Um, she's a firecracker, guys. She says some funny stuff, actually. I stopped um, doing Twitter for I don't know why. You have stopped, actually. Yeah, I used to I used to retweet your stuff all the time. I haven't done Twitter in a while either. Oh shoot! I was supposed to sign a contract <laughs> with somebody dealing with like social media stuff. I completely forgot. They why didn't they write me? I'm gonna write it. Well, I got just got email from our taxes that we need to provide so much things. Oh, we, we have more stuff that we need. Okay, all right, we'll work on it. Taxes, guys. If you haven't done them, get them done. Uh, we've been working on them for about like a week or two now. Two weeks, and it's still not done. Uh, yeah. Anyway, all right, guys. Uh, we're gonna move on to the next story. Okay, man who attacked Asian woman was on peril for killing his mom. No, no, he wasn't on peril. He was on parole. Parole. <laughs> parole. Parole, okay. Parole. Yeah, this is a disturbing story. So, oh, sorry, I'm not on the right thing. There we go. So, yesterday I reported about this guy, and um, he, like, he walked up to this random Asian woman on the sidewalk and just knocked her down and just started kicking her head, like, like, like stomping on her head. This giant black dude and this tiny Asian woman... And then there's these guys in the store, and they're like watching, like, oh, crap, what's going on? And then one of the guys in the store just shuts the door on this woman who's like lying in the street suffering. It was the most disgusting thing I'd ever seen. And then you asked me about it, and I told you that these people were at large, remember? And you didn't know what at large meant? Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so now the, the guy's been caught. They found the guy. It turns out he was on parole for killing his mother. How do you get on parole for killing your mother? They used to kill people for that. They used to execute people who killed their mother. That used to be what we did in America. You'd get hanged or you'd get electrocuted or you'd get lethal injection. 
And now, what do they do? They they Release. let you go? Release you. What the hell is that? I hate that the Washington Post has this article because it, it's so distracting. This guy who had a, some kind of allergic reaction to the to the to the vaccine, and I, it always pops up, and then I just can't stop looking at it. <laughs> I'm reading these things. All right, let's let's go ahead and read this. Uh, man busted for Midtown attack on Asian woman was on parole for killing his mom. Now the reason we discussed this last time, and the reason I always discuss these black people attacking Asians, which is you know, it seems like I'm. I don't like discussing this race stuff. I don't like discussing it. But the but the left is blaming white supremacy for the Asian, you okay? <laughs> for the attack on Asian Americans, and they're saying it's because of Trump and Trump's rhetoric, calling the coronavirus the 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 China virus. Chinese. Chinese virus, China virus, Chinese. Wuhan virus. He called it all kinds of stuff. And they're like, oh, oh, that was so racist, even though they used to call it that as well. There's a, if you want to look it up on YouTube, there's, there's um, a whole compilation of videos of, I think Tucker Carlson made it, of leftist reporters calling it the Chinese virus or the Wuhan virus. And then once Trump was calling it that, they were like, oh, it's racist. He's a racist. This is divisive rhetoric that's going to get people killed. And then, you know, Asians are being attacked. They're like, look, this is because of Trump, even though it's all black people who are not Trump supporters. Anyway, that's why I brought it up last time. But we're bringing it up this time because this guy is out on parole because of leftist policies that let out all these these uh, criminals now. But they caught him. Yeah. Can they ask him, hey, why did you attack Asian woman? Well, we read about that yesterday. And the, sh- the police officer they were, who they're interviewing said that these guys genuinely... I wasn't, I wasn't here yesterday. We talked about it, though. Oh, really? You don't remember? I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, that, that a lot of these guys genuinely believe that Asian people brought coronavirus here, and that's why they have to wear masks and stuff, mm. and so they're pissed off about it. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, a man busted for the hate-fueled attack on an Asian woman in Midtown was on parole for killing his own mother back in 2002, authorities said Wednesday. He, he was caught having, after having killed his own mother in 2002, and he's out in 2021. So he was in prison for 20 years. Okay. For 19 years. Or what, I guess that's, I mean, I don't know how many years. I don't know when he got out on parole. Yeah. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll tell us. But 21 years, 20 years, 1918, something like that. It, I don't know how, how long he's been out. But 20 years in prison for killing your own mother. I don't think so. Just, just keep him there. Just let him rot forever. That's crazy. Killing your own mother? Anyway. Uh, Brandon Elliott, 38, who lives in a nearby hotel that serves as a homeless shelter, was arrested early Wednesday and hit with a number of charges, including assault as a hate crime and attempted assault as a hate crime, police said. He was caught on video mercilessly punching and kicking the 65-year-old victim in front of an apartment building. See, I I can't play these videos on this or they'll get removed because YouTube has these strict policies about putting violence... Even though we're condemning violence, they don't care. I I wrote several times back and forth with YouTube to try to get a video like like sorted out because I'm like, obviously I'm condemning violence here and people need to see the news. And they're like, no, this is still a violation of our policies. Even though it's... Anyway, what they're idiots. Will, what, what if you will show a video of a white guy? Oh, I'm sure they get away with that all the time. Okay. If you show white people beating up black people, you know... The George Floyd video. George Floyd died. You watch, you watch him. I, I don't think he actually dies there because 
he was taken to the hospital, right? No, I think he died. Does he die there? And he's died. taken on the gurney because they're not they don't know he's dead. Yeah, I'm not sure. Though. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, but they they show that incident over and over. And over. That's everywhere on YouTube. That doesn't matter. But I can't show this. Yeah. You know. All right. Let's see here. Um, okay. So he was yelling at her, "F you! You don't belong here." According to cops and police sources, in April 2002, Elliot was charged with a murder using a kitchen knife to stab his own mother, Bridget Johnson, in the chest three times. God, Lord. In their East 224th Street home in the Bronx, according to previous reports. Uh, I think that's uh, AOC's district. <laughs> uh, anyway, the deadly attack took place in front of Elliot's five-year-old sister. This, is compl- this guy is a crazy person. All right. Sources told The Post, it's unclear what led to the slaying. Johnson, 42, died a couple of days later. Wait, what? Johnson, 42, died a couple of days later. Hold on a second. Was cu- Okay. So yelling. Oh, oh, okay. So the 65-year-old victim. So how old is this guy? He killed his mother, and his mother's 42, because he looks old. He looks like he's like 50 or something like that. Well, he was in prison for 20 years now. Oh, that's right. <laughs> 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 There's a little secret about me you guys don't know. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Such a funny subject. It's not a funny subject, but me not figuring out that he's been in prison for 20 years. And I'm speaking about it all like smart, like I know what I'm saying. Okay, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Of course, you're a genius. See, that's why I have her. I'm like, well, I don't understand. Uh, Daniel says, stop drinking Starbucks. Well, that's a mug that I got for free, and I put whatever I want to yeah, drink yeah. there. I don't I don't agree with not going to certain places because they're owned by leftists or something I like that. I stopped drinking Starbucks after this whole thing when they encouraged their employees to wear Black Lives Matter, whatever stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I, I drink. I would drink Starbucks before this, how I got this free stuff. Yeah. Now I'm like... But see, I don't really agree with that 100%. Coffee beans and tea leaf. I'll tell you why I don't I don't agree with the uh, boycotting of businesses because even if the executives at a business are going to virtue signal leftist BS, the employees aren't necessarily leftists. I'm sure they employ some conservatives, mm-hmm. and so I don't want to hurt conservatives who happen to be working in a company that's owned by leftists. You don't hurt them; they get their hour rate. No, no, no. You do no. though, because if 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 that company is reduced in some way like they have to pay their employees less or they have to you know get rid of some employees then they're in a situation where you've got a shadow on you do you want to move this light i I can move it hold on i have this the sun that's that's the camera shadow anyway it doesn't matter okay okay so so anyway Let's. We're going off on a tangent here. Don't read the comments. I always tell you not to read the comments. You read the comments anyway. I wanted to. Um, yeah. Was this? But whatever. All right. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. All right. So Johnson, her, his mother was forty-two when she died. He's been in prison for twenty years or whatever it is. Um, Elliot was convicted of murder and sentenced to fifteen years in prison. Only fifteen years. 
So that's the thing now. I guess people don't get that long in prison anymore. I don't so keep... you, you can just be there for 20 years and that's it? He was there for 15 years. 15. Oh, no, he got 15 years to life. Sorry. So he could have been in there for life. Ah. Uh, and, for, 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 and because of He his, must have got off for good because, behavior. Because of his good behavior. Yeah, he didn't beat anybody up except Asians, apparently. All right, he was denied parole twice. Well, that's good. He should have been denied parole three times. Uh, first at a February 17th hearing and again in December 2018, according to State Department of Corrections official. So actually, he was specifically, because he could, if he was really a good guy, you know, if he was trying to be a good guy in prison and stuff like that, if he changed his ways, probably would have gone out in the first parole hearing. But he was obviously somebody who couldn't get out because he wasn't like an exemplary prisoner. But the following year, he was approved for release in September and sprung uh, on lifetime parole two months later. I don't know what that means. Released in spring, uh, released in September and sprung on lifetime parole two months later. I don't know what that means. Okay, a spokeswoman for the Bronx District Attorney's Office said Elliot pleaded guilty to second-degree murder, but did not immediately have other details on the case. Elliot's rap sheet also includes an arrest for alleged robbery, allegedly robbing his mother on July 2000. The pair had gotten into a squabble over money when he allegedly yanked jewelry from her neck and choked her. The source is added. So he's a real nice guy, this guy. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, the broad daylight beatdown on Monday stoked outrage after surveillance footage showed witnesses, including building workers, doing nothing to intervene. Yeah, that's what drove me nuts about that, actually. One of the building employees even appears to shut the door. Yeah, we, I told you guys about that. The victim, Vilma Kari, was on her way to church when unprovoked... She was on her way to church! Jeez. When unprovoked, Elliot allegedly kicked her in the stomach, sending her flying to the ground and stomped on her head several times as she lay on the sidewalk. He shouted anti-Asian slurs at her and sneered, you don't belong here, before walking away. Staff members at 360 West 43rd Street were suspended over their apparent inaction. I wouldn't have suspended them. I would have fired them and I would have like, I mean, I would have wanted to do a lot more, but if I would have owned that business, Mm yeah. Yeah. That would not have been a good thing to watch. All right, let's have a look here. Uh, She suffered a broken pelvis. This old lady that got knocked down and beaten up suffered a broken pelvis and was taken to the hospital. She was released the next day. She's a Filipino-American, according to Philippine ambassador and the U.S. to the U.S., Jose Manuel uh, Ramueldez. Ramueldez. Uh, Elliot is expected to be arraigned in Manhattan Wednesday. Blah, 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 blah. All right. I don't care about the details of this. That is, that's terrible. He killed his own mother out on parole. He shouldn't have been out. I'm, I'm actually glad that this that this happened and it wasn't something much, much worse. Because it was serious enough and it was outrageous enough that he was definitely going to prison, hopefully for a very, very long time. Hopefully for the rest of his life. Um... But this Asian woman, hopefully she will recover and everything will be fine. Um, she's Filipino. She's not She's not even Chinese. Filipinos don't even look Chinese. They don't even look remotely Chinese. I mean, I can understand if they're Japanese or Korean. It's hard to tell the difference between Japanese, Korean, and... If you're going to be racist, at least be accurate. <laughs> anyway, so, but it's kind of a good story. This guy, this guy who should not have been out, because he could have done something much worse. I mean, it might have been much worse had, he, had this not happened, and he... Would have been, you know, continuing out in the public for longer. So, um, what's this woman's name again? Uh, let's see here. 
Vilmakari. Vilmakari. Vilmakari, thank you. You have done a great service. You have made a great sacrifice. But for the rest of us, we're safer for your sacrifice, getting this guy attacking you. So, um, yeah, that's a sad story. But, uh, you know, I think that at the end of the day, it was for the best. The guy will go to, go to prison, hopefully for the rest of his life. We'll never have to deal with him ever again. I do have a question. What is pelvis? Uh, like hips, like your hip. That's terrible. So she, she landed probably on her butt, right? But real hard. Because she's old, you know, she's like 60, 65, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, shall we go on to the next story, darling? Yeah, uh, AOC is furious that reporters are referring to the border search as a search. Yeah, you're not allowed to say search. Search is racist? I guess. She's saying that it's like a military language, which isn't true. A surge is not necessarily a, a military language. Like, um, let me look up, let me look up dictionary.com. And now they've changed it. <laughs> yeah, they may have changed. They may have changed it specifically to conform to AOC's. Um, let's look at what the dictionary definition of surge is. Um, they say a strong wave-like forward movement, a rush or sweep. I think that's true. The um, the example they give is a, an angry mob, right? So not military. Um, not not positive either, but not but not military. Uh, let's see here. A strong, swelling, wave-like volume or body of something. A billowing surge of smoke, for instance. Uh, let's see here. She, she's, she's, she's adjusting her camera, guys, but she'll be back. Um, a ship to rise and fall tossed about or moving along the waves. Uh, that, you know, this is all the, what I think of when I think of the word surge. I think of like a, a large volume of stuff. Uh, moving forward at the same time. I don't necessarily think of a military surge, uh, but AOC apparently does. <laughs> now, so, in fact, none of these, in fact, I'm not finding any military military usage here at all in these dictionary definitions. Um, yeah, so let's go ahead and go back to the AOC thing. Let's see here. Let's go ahead and watch what she has to say about this. It's it's pretty mental. Um, and I'll, let, me, let me explain why she's saying what she's saying here. But, <laughs> let me explain why she's saying what she's saying. But let's watch it first. Let's watch it first. They want to say, what about the surge? Well, first of all, just gut check, stop. Anyone who's using the term surge around you consciously is trying to invoke a militaristic frame. And that's a problem because these, this is not a surge. These are children and they are not insurgents and we are not being invaded, which by the way, is a white supremacist idea, philosophy. The idea that if an other is coming in the population, that this is like an invasion of who we are. They want to Okay, first of all, gut check. Stop. I was going to I was going to start singing the uh Vanilla Ice song, but I I can't remember the words. I don't remember the second part. I I know listen comes in. It stops something and then listen. I don't remember what the second word is. It would have been funny, I promise. Okay, so AOC is saying that we are intentionally using militaristic language to talk about the border thing. 
the left is we talked about this like the la- like uh yesterday the left or maybe the day before the left uses language very carefully to try to manipulate uh people right so they will they'll use a specific word or term or phrase to try to gain sympathy mm-hmm. And then they'll also, you, you know, take words and phrases that, that conservatives are using and they'll assign meaning to them that they don't have. So they'll distort them in a way. Like, for instance, you know, Donald Trump, they, they did this with Trump all the time, right? Donald Trump used the term Chinese virus, Wuhan virus, right? He was basically indicating that this virus came from China. This is what everybody did with every virus pretty much up until that point, right? You know, people are always calling, like uh, Lyme disease comes from an area called Lyme County, I believe, in Pennsylvania or something like that. I can't remember. Somewhere. Um, there's something called the, the Spanish flu, right? We call it the Spanish flu. None of these things, none of the, the, the viruses that came before were, were referred to as such, you know, geographically, because people wanted to say, oh, the people from that region are horrible, <laughs> It's just a way to distinguish the virus. It's a virus that came out of this particular region. Um, and for the left to then, you know, they were calling it the Chinese virus. They were calling it Wuhan virus. Started, Trump started saying it. They said it was, it was racist. It wasn't, of course. Um, but this is what they do to try to manipulate people, to try to make you believe something that isn't true. This whole concept of a surge being, a, being military language. And the weird thing is saying is that she's saying this is done intentionally. I mean... It would actually be a, somewhat believable if she would say, this is a mindset that conservatives have, and they unconsciously use militaristic language because that's how they're thinking of this, right? I could actually see that as somewhat believable. I mean, I wouldn't believe it because I know it isn't true, but it's something that's not as easily disproved. You can't disprove that. You can't say, you know, sort of like saying, oh, people are, have unconscious bias, so they, they may not know they're racist, but they are, right? That's something that's very difficult. I mean, you can't disprove that. That's a theory that you can't prove or disprove. It's just something that you believe or you don't believe. But she's not saying that. What she's saying is that we are doing this very intentionally, right? We're intentionally calling it a surge because we want people to think of it as a military insurgency. That that's not true. That's not true. We're not saying it's an insurgency. Nobody's ever said, you know, it's funny because they, they, they'll they use that language when it comes to the the people that were um, protesting at the Capitol, right? January 6th. They'll say these were insurgents, right? That this was, uh, this was a, this was some kind of a, um, what were they calling it at the Capitol? They were calling it a uh, uh, in, uh, insurrection. insurrection, right? They were calling them insurrectionists and they were calling it an insurrection, right? So this is something I mean, that... they called the Biden president correct. What? Insurrection. What? They called it the Biden president correct. No, 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 no. Those words uh, didn't make any sense. Do you remember that uh, Biden president erect? Oh, but <laughs> insurrection. I think it's everything is correct. <laughs> what they saying? No, they didn't say. They didn't say um, President Erect Biden. He said something else about like election or it was. This is um, Chuck Schumer, I think. Yeah. He said. He said something. He instead of saying elect, he said erect. Yeah. And or instead uh, of election, he said erection. So we started to say we started to call Joe Biden President Erect Biden. Because of that, but um, that's pretty funny. But uh, but yeah, uh, okay, that was a confusing tangent. Now I've lost my place. Thank you. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, no, they'll call these these people insurrectionists. They'll say it was an insurrection. That's obviously not true. Most of these people were terrorists. They call them terrorists, which is crazy. Most of these people were like casually walking through the building. The doors were opened for them. They didn't know that they were doing something wrong. A lot of these guys, they just thought they were making their voices heard. They were, you know, they were um, expressing. They were, they were, you know, exercising their. Sorry, exercising. I'm looking for the word exercise. They were exercising their First Amendment right. That's what these people thought they were doing. They're, they're going and marching peaceably. Now, there were some people that were breaking some stuff. Maybe some of them were conservatives. Maybe some of them were not conservatives. Okay, but. Nobody did anything violent. Nobody didn't. Nobody tried to burn down the Capitol or anything like that, no. right? Mm-mm. So, you know, and it wasn't clear that they were actually going in to stop the proceedings. It was. It was more that they, you know, everybody that I heard talking about it, at least the conservatives I heard talking about it, they were saying we want our voices heard. We believe this election that the the election wasn't a hundred percent, and we want it investigated. That's what they were saying. That's all they were saying. And that is a that is a completely valid thing to say. That's a completely valid thing to want to be heard by these people. And so for them to call them insurrectionists, that's completely disingenuous. It's it's a kind of propaganda. It's a way to demonize people on the right, to demonize Trump supporters, to get all their sort of legislation enacted that will round up Trump supporters and like, you know, criminalize what they're doing. So the left does manipulate language in a way that is completely deceptive. But what AOC is doing here is she's saying that that's what we do, right? And again, this is a perfect example of the, of how the the left uses what we would call psychological projection, right? Except this is totally conscious. Psychological projection is when you tend to be a certain way, and so you think maybe other people are that way too because you're that way, right? And maybe you don't even recognize the stuff you're doing, but you recognize it in other people, but you don't recognize, in fact, they're not doing that. You're doing it, Right? You're the bad guy. They're not. This is psychological projection. Um, a lot of that is supposed to be unconscious, I think, in, in psychology. I could be wrong. If you're a psychiatrist, you can, you can let me know in the comments. But in this case, they're knowingly doing this. I think that, I mean, maybe not always. Maybe, maybe this is something AOC doesn't even realize. Maybe this is pure psychological projection. Well, she doesn't realize the left does this, and she's claiming that the right, right does it. But no, this is something the left does. We don't do. But they're pointing at us and saying, we're doing it. This is something that the left does about just about everything. Everything they do that's criminal, everything they do that's unethical, they will say, we would never do such a thing. But you know who does it? The right. And so they're pretending that we're using the word surge because it's some kind of a manipulative language Okay, tool. is she offering to call it something else? Is she offering another word to it to um, describe the situation? I think that she wants it to be called prancing, uh, immigrant prancing, into their their uh, their prancing into daintily prancing. Dancing? No, I I'm just making that up. <laughs> if you criticizing, if you criticize something, yeah. suggest another term. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, you make a very good point. Actually, that's perfect. That's actually a perfect point. Every, uh, everyone can criticize anything. Yeah. No, it's a great point. It's a great point. Uh, uh, I'm not sure what term that she would use, but she's saying that these are children. These are children. Uh, uh, what's this called? Um, illegal immigration? <laughs> yeah, we could call it illegal immigration. But here's the thing. It is a surge. And it, and it's, and, and a surge isn't, isn't something that's militaristic. 
And some of them are children, but not all of them are children, AOC. Let's stop pretending they're all children and happy families. Some of them are drug dealers. Some of them are criminals. They're not all innocent little children. Okay, let's not BS the American people. She speaks in a way that is utterly deceptive, and then she points to conservatives, and she pretends that we're saying things that are deceptive, which isn't true. I mean, it's it's pretty tough to watch that kind of stuff because it's so outrageous. So anyway, AOC, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Joe Biden, all the Democrats are criminals, and if you vote for them, you are voting for a criminal. And that's how our video get demonetized. Okay. Let's move on to the next story. Let's move on to the next story. <laughs> okay. AOC blames the border crisis on white supremacy and the climate. Yeah, okay. So this is a story that I I didn't actually read yet. So this will be interesting to to watch uh, uh or to read because uh I just put it on here cuz I I noticed this and I thought, okay, this is a good add-on. So let's have a look at this. AOC fires border crisis salvos. Blames white supremacy and climate change. Climate. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is raising eyebrows on social media for her politicization of the uh, surge of illegal immigrants at the border, which she admits uh, was a crisis, unlike the Biden administration, blaming it on imperialism, climate, and white supremacy. (laughs) Oh, well, you know what? Um, It it is funny that she she mentions the white supremacy thing in that other video that we watched. Mm -hmm. She's like, this is a philosophy of white supremacy to call the immigration a surge. thing a surge. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what she's calling it, but um, it, this is another thing that the left likes to do. They like to associate things with white supremacists. This is in my Twitter video where I talk about the reasons why Twitter um, was banning accounts who were writing hashtag learn to code, right? So there was this whole situation where uh, leftists were saying that if you're like a coal miner and we're going to get rid of coal jobs because of, you know, Climate. clean energy BS, then you can just learn to code. You can learn to be a coder. You know, you got this guy, he's like 65, he's been, been digging in mines for his whole life. They're like, just learn to code, learn to code. <laughs> and it was ridiculous. And everybody was like, okay, you are a heartless bunch of a-holes in the media saying this. Biden said it. Uh, Hillary Clinton said it. Um Obama said it, and then all these reporters were saying it in the media. And people online were thinking, this is a heartless, horrible way of thinking about this, way of speaking about this is terrible. So then there was a crisis in journalism where all these newspapers were getting, you know, going bankrupt and all these reporters were losing their jobs. Mm -hmm. And the reporters were talking about how it was this terrible crisis and it was awful. And then everybody on Twitter started writing to these reporters, hashtag learn to code, right? They're saying, oh, why don't you just learn to code, reporters? Why don't you just learn to code? Which is hilarious and awesome. And I love that that happened in the world because it's just like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be throwing stones, you know. But anyway, so because of this, some reporters complained that conservatives were writing them learn to code. And then Twitter started banning their, their, their Twitter accounts because these reporters were complaining about it. And this was brought up in this uh, Joe Rogan interview. And Jack Dorsey's um, little minion, uh, uh, Vajaya, who, who does all the censorship at YouTube, or at, uh, sorry, at Twitter, she said, well, well, the reason why we were canceling those accounts is because they weren't just writing learn to code. They were also writing like white supremacist stuff as well. And it didn't make any sense because 
maybe maybe one of the accounts or or two of the accounts that were maybe writing learn to code to these journalists were also writing some kind of white supremacist hashtag as well. My guess is it's it was probably like one Twitter user or something like that, and then like a hundred or two hundred or a thousand other people were writing learn to code as well, and all of their accounts were suspended as well because this one person had written some like white supremacist hashtag alongside the learn to code thing, and they were saying. Oh, well, if this person wrote a, a, a white supremacist hashtag, then it means that learn to code is also associated with this white supremacist, which means it's a white supremacist thing, even though it, of course, wasn't. And I, I, I proposed, like, well, what if a white supremacist has a dog? He really likes his dog. And every time he posts a Twitter thing, he writes, I love dogs. And then he writes some kind of nasty white supremacist thing to somebody. And alongside that, he also writes hashtag learn to dog. Learn, uh, I love dogs. Do we then ban every account that writes "I love dogs"? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean that's the point. That's the point. The right. That's the point. Like you and can't. And they can say we ban that hashtag because Ivanka Trump used it on her dog, right, and her exactly. dog is white. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this is the kind of convoluted gymnastics, like mental gymnastics, that people have to go through in order to justify the kind of outrageous fascistic behavior that they're conducting. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, read a little bit more of this. Um, okay, so she says that uh, she's blaming the uh, the border crisis on uh, on imperialism, ca- uh, climate, and white supremacy. She made multiple visits to the southern border during the Trump administration, but the progressive firebrand now has been notably absent at the border and had been quiet until an Instagram Live video Tuesday, which she which circulated on the media. I think this is the video that I just watched. I don't remember her saying anything about climate. Uh, let's see here. There's the a video, video that we just watched. That? Ah, you mean that the same? I think that she's. I think that's what they're talking about. But I don't remember her saying anything about climate. Do you? No. Oh yeah, I don't. Okay. Well, while we're talking about it, she says in the video, they just don't like how we're talking about it because it's not a border crisis. It's in, it's an imperialism crisis. So maybe this is a different video. Oh, I wish I had read this ahead of time. I would have grabbed that video for you guys. Um, it's an imperialism crisis, it's a climate crisis, it's a trade, it's a trade criticism, and it also, it's also a, uh, <laughs> carceral crisis, carceral crisis, that she's talking about, like, people being incarcerated. She likes to use big words, like, um, carceral. She she's talking about. Yeah, to make her sound smart. This is a trick that dumb people use sometimes to sound smart. I'm gonna use the word carceral, because not a lot of people know what that means, and people think I'm all smart. Yeah, I think we need to write her a hashtag learn to bartend. Oh, she's a bartender. Mm, forgot about that. Forgot learn to bartend. That. I actually quite like that. I think that's quite good. Um, she probably wasn't a very good bartender. Let's see here. Uh, carceral crisis. Yeah. Uh, right. The latter term is referencing imprisonment, but she did not have pointed words for President Joe Biden like she did for former President Donald Trump for detaining kids in cramped quarters. Uh, Ocasio-Cortez also rebuked the term surge. So maybe there's like a longer version of that video that we didn't see the whole thing. Uh, well, because... I want to see more videos like this because did you see that uh, zoom in in the beginning? She does. There's she does some this. TikTok genius right there. She is. She's, there's this kind of zoom in thing. What about the search? <laughs> I kind of want to just make a loop of that. Just <laughs> that on Twitter. What about the surge? 
because she did that on purpose. Of course. She has, I, you have to I do that on purpose. A TikTok genius. She's a TikTok genius. Is she has TikTok? <laughs> Sorry, I just... Looks like she right. want to be a TikTok star. I, I need to... I, remind me to put that on my... Because I'm going to make this... Uh, I'm going to actually put it on this channel. I'm going to make a compilation of like the idiotic stuff that Democrats have been doing recently on, you know, throughout the, you know, it's going to be a very funny video, but I'm going to post it on this channel because this channel still has the ability to get new viewers. What are you looking at? No, she doesn't have an account on TikTok. <laughs> oh, does she not? Uh, no. Okay. Because for me, it looked like a TikTok thing, you know? No, I thought, I think it. I don't know what it is. It looks like Instagram to me because you've got all these. Yeah, that's the Instagram, but the format. Okay. All right. Well, let, let's. Um, I've had it. I've had it. I've had enough of AOC for today. Okay. Uh, can we move on to the next story? Uh, Facebook removes Trump interview with his daughter-in-law. Yeah. Fa okay. Yeah. I, I didn't read this one either. I, I didn't have a lot of time this morning to read all the stories, but let's have a look at this. Because um, I don't know what this is about. Facebook removes Trump interview with daughter-in-law citing content policy? All right. Facebook removed an interview with former President Donald Trump conducted by his daughter-in-law, Laura Trump, from her Facebook page Tuesday night citing content policy. Shortly after Laura Trump posted a sit-down interview from her Facebook page, the video was removed, according to Fox News. Laura Trump then shared an email she received from a Facebook employee to her Instagram, which explained why the company took such an action. In line with the block we place on Donald Trump's Facebook and Instagram accounts for the content posted to the posted in the voice of Donald Trump will be removed and result in additional limitations on the accounts so you can't even post anything that Trump's ever said like if you if you post anything that Trump says your 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 account is going to get censored like Trump's not allowed to ever say anything ever again on social media I don't think you can even show uh Videos oh my god I, this is completely this is this has gotten to a point i mean this is like this is like 1984 again we're like this is like one step closer even <laughs> facebook confirmed to the daily caller that the email laura trump posted was accurate what in the hell okay we are reaching out to let you know that we removed content from laura trump's facebook page that featured president trump speaking good god people I mean, I don't because you know what they they'll post Trump speaking on CNN still, right? They'll because they'll be criticizing what Trump's saying. Mm -hmm. I doubt Facebook is censoring anybody from posting that. No, I mean this is completely this is this is so un-American. This is this is I'm actually surprised by this. I'm not ever surprised by the crazy stuff that leftists do or social media, but this is actually quite surprising. In line with the block we placed on Donald Trump's Facebook and Instagram accounts, further content posted in the voice of Donald Trump will be removed and result in additional limitations on the accounts. This is completely insane. This is completely insane. This should be the biggest story in America right now because you can't even post anything Donald Trump says now. You block his account. That doesn't mean that nobody can post any content featuring Donald Trump saying something. No, they're trying to remove Trump completely. It's just like erase him from existence. That's bizarre. Prior to posting the video of her interview, Laura Trump shared a photo of her sitting across from the former president, urging followers to watch the interview being released later that evening. Her caption read, Tonight, with a link uh, to her website for, for the show, The Right View. I like that. In response to that initial post previewing the interview, several Trump officials received an email warning 
uh, an email warning from a Facebook employee that content posted in the voice of President Donald Trump is currently not allowed. In the voice of Donald Trump? What sick, twisted, so I, demented person came up with that? So if I say right now, huge, this video also <laughs> going to be removed? Because I said that in yeah, the voice of Donald Trump. Let's not try to post Trump. it on Facebook. Jeez. I mean, that is that is totalitarian to like another level. I mean, I mean, it's 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 bad enough. I mean, the fact that Trump's banned at all, it to me is completely totalitarian and mental. But they're going one step further. Nobody's. I mean, you know, they do this in Germany with the swastika. In Germany, it's actually actually illegal to post images of a swastika. Like I was looking up old German artifacts because I wanted to buy like an old like a ring, like a medieval ring, uh, and so I'm like looking at all these uh, auction websites and stuff like that and antique stores. And some of these antique stores have World War II uh, stuff, you know, stuff from World War II. And there's all these white dots on it. And I didn't really understand the white dots. I thought that was like a spot they were going to put like a price tag or something. Like that. I couldn't figure out what the white dots were at first. It took me a second. And I was like, oh, they're covering up the swastikas. You cannot display a swastika in Germany. You can't publish a picture of it or something like that. Um, or else you will get, you'll. I think you'll go to prison, actually. Well, you Either you're fine or you go to prison. I don't know, but something. It's it's like they, they take it very seriously, and you can kind of understand that. It's not something that I I like because I think you should have freedom of expression. But okay, I understand it. What happened in World War II? Okay, fine. They're treating Donald Trump like the Germans treat the swastika. You're not allowed to even show Trump. Trump can't exist online. He he has no refuge online. He must be deleted from all internet. If you look up an image of Donald Trump, it just shows blank squares. That's what I mean, that's what it seems like. I mean, this is crazy. All right, let's see here. Uh, this guidance applies to all campaign accounts and pages, including Team Trump, other campaign messages, messaging vehicles on our platform, and former surrogates. Well, what are they going to do if Trump runs again in 2024? He's just not, he's not allowed to campaign online? No, when there is going to be a debate that Trump is going to be blurry yeah. and his and words his are going to be, be garbled. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see here. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg announced Donald Trump had been banned indefinitely from the platform after shocking the shocking events of January 6th, which had literally nothing to do with Donald Trump. People, people who walked through the Capitol were not doing so because Donald Trump told them to. That was a lie. Everybody knows it's a lie. And their policy stemming from that is completely disingenuous. All right, let's see here. In recent weeks, Trump ad advisors have floated the possibility of the former president running on a social media platform, running, oh, sorry, returning to a social media platform of his own, which Corey Lewandowski described as an interactive communication tool. Well, that's what all social media is, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I do think we're going to see President Trump returning to social media in probably about two or three months here with his own platform. And this is something that I think will be the hottest ticket in social media. Jason Miller, senior advisor to President Donald Trump, told Fox News. I really hope they do that. I really hope they do that. Uh, because I will be on that platform immediately. <laughs> immediately. Um, all right, any thoughts? Any any ideas about this, darling? Uh I don't think that Trump's going to run in 2024. Why? Because, well... He had enough. I'm not so convinced. I think that either he... Trump's a fighter. He likes to fight. Uh, he's old, though, but he, he likes is, to fight. Yeah, the he's old. I think that... He doesn't act old, though. <laughs> his son is gonna run? Maybe. Trump Jr.? I don't... But, uh, 
I like Trump Jr., but I don't think he has what Donald Trump has. Or DeSantis uh, for sure. DeSantis is great. Yep. Yeah. No, I think Trump's going to run. <laughs> I think Trump's going to run. All right. Let's, well, then uh, wake me up in 2024. <laughs> Can okay. we move on to the last story of the day? Uh, Biden files. Flies. Thank you. <laughs> You're getting bad. You're getting Biden like, flies. That's it. Well, <laughs> Can we just not read the rest? You're, uh, I think whatever I have, you're catching. <laughs> okay. Biden flies transgender flags at White House. Right. So he's flying a transgender flag. Um, what is transgender flag? I don't know. Let's have a look. So do they have an image of it here? Oh, there we go. That's it. I, I didn't even know that was a, that was a thing. Okay. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and read this. So this is from Western Journal. Biden flies transgender flag at White House makes proclamation. Let's see here. Transgender flags will be on display at the White House on Wednesday as President Joe Biden issues a proclamation celebrating the Transgender Day of Visibility. Trust me, visibility, transgenders like transgender are definitely will, visible. Will uh, take off their pants to show their transgenders or what? Is that what you call transgender? That's unnecessary, darling. Like, I think we can tell when somebody's transgender. It's very rare that you can't tell. It's very rare that you can't tell. Although they're getting better with all the, like, hormone treatments and stuff like that. If you get a really skinny guy with breast implants and, and long hair and good makeup and lots of estrogen and other kind of injections they can start looking pretty you know pretty much like a girl they can they can get it they can be pretty convincing but for the most part you can tell i mean it's ma'am you know you can tell most of these most of these transgender folks are just dudes with a little bit of makeup on like a little bit of lipstick kind of smeared (laughs) all right let's have a look here oh and high heels can't forget the high heels um and a little Hello Kitty purse. <laughs> it's ma'am. <laughs> All right. Uh, trans- okay. Uh, today we honor the and celebrate the achievements and resiliency of transgender individuals and communities, the Democrat president said in a statement. The achievements? Uh, I, I think he mean uh, Levine, whatever her name is. His, oh, killing his, people? No, no, no. Um, yeah, yeah. K- killing people in... in- in old people's homes, oh. in retirement homes. I, I was talking about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, Richard Levine, Ch- Ch- who ah, goes Richard by Levine. Rachel. Okay. Because he was the uh, Secretary of Health or something like that in Pennsylvania, and he put a bunch of... He did the same thing Cuomo did. Oh, did you not know that? I forgot about We've talked that. about this many times on the show. <laughs> it's just... The achievements. Really okay, so I think that the most... Impressive achievement of transgender, the transgender folks in America is being able to apply makeup so well that they are convincingly women. Not everyone. No, but the ones who have, good job, guys. You, you can, you, you're definitely convincing some people that you're women. So good job. Good for you. Way to be deceptive in, in a, in a very, um, successful way uh let's see here so uh transgender day of visibility recognizes the generations of struggle activism and cords that have brought our country closer can i just say that people who are transgender are either completely delusional or they're lying nobody who's born a man is really a woman inside no it's not it's ma'am 
<laughs> Nobody who's born a woman is really a man inside. Okay, that's not a thing. All right, that's not real. That's just people who are like crazy. All right, it's like there's some kids that pretend they're dogs for a while and they they bark at people. Right? There's people who there's there's like there, there's some chick in Australia who I saw this documentary on people who are like uh, I think they're called kin. Kin? Have you heard this? K i n. They think they're an animal of some kind and they run around the forest pretending to be animals. It's weird. <laughs> And they're like, people need to accept me as the animal that I am. It's like, you're a human being. I I mean, I, I love living in the fantasy world, right? If you read a book, right? If I read a book, like a fiction book, like the Narnia books, when I was a little boy, I would read the Narnia books, right? You'd be lost in that fictional world. And it's great and it's amazing. But when you close the book, you got to get back into reality. All right, you got to realize that you're a person, you're not an animal. And you've got to go out and like work and do normal normal things and be a normal person and or at least try to. God, these people are nuts. All right. Transgender Day of Visibility recognizes the generations of struggle, activism, and cords that have brought our country closer to full equality for transgender and gender non-binary people in the United States and around the world, Biden said. I, I don't mean to be cruel to these people because I actually feel quite bad if you're if you think you're a wolf or you think that you're a woman, but you're a guy, you know, like I, I feel kind of bad for these people. What the reason I'm kind of pissed off about it is because somebody like Joe Biden, who is apparently the president of the United States of America, he's going around saying that this is legitimate, that if you think that you're a woman, you are. You're the, I, I, oh, uh, sometimes I think when, when, when that I'm a man, especially when there is a huge line in a woman's bathroom I thought you were gonna say a huge something else. <laughs> no, no, like like on the I beach. I got nervous there for a second. <laughs> like on the beach, there is a huge a line, huge what? like 50, 50 women. Right to the be- to the women's. Bathroom, and there's like right. one guy, yeah. and the restrooms yeah. are all the same. And I was like, well, I'm a man today. <laughs> yeah. And who is gonna tell me? The, the, so sometimes Valeria I doesn't want to say this, but this has actually happened to us twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the most, I the the one I remember in particular was uh, we were at. Uh, is it, was it Timberline Lodge? Ski. Timberline? No, it was different. Oh, Hoodoo. We were at Hoodoo. Hoodoo, yeah. We were at Hoodoo Ski, uh, ski Resort in uh, in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was this huge line for the women's restroom. And she's in line. And she's like, I really got to go. I really got to go. And I just came out of the men's room. And I go, well, there's no line there. Just run in. Nobody's going to notice. <laughs> and so uh, I kind of walked in with her. And she just jumped into the stall. And I don't really think anybody noticed you. No. Maybe when you left. Uh, yeah, there was a guy looking at me. I was like, well, what do you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- <laughs> I'm a man today. <laughs> you know, there is there is this thing uh, when, uh, for example, moon, when woman bathroom, man bathroom. Like, when men will go to the woman's bathroom, they will be like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? And when woman will walk up in a man's bathroom, and they will be very welcomed. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. Woman. Ah, come out here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, I do have to say, I have accidentally gone into the women's room, actually, the women's restroom, more times than I than I would like to admit. I I don't know why, but every once in a while, I'll go, be going into the bathrooms and like, you know, if you go right, it's the men's room, and you go left, it's the women's room, and I'll just glance quickly at the little symbol, mm-hmm. but the symbol don't look that different. I mean, they're pretty similar, and so for whatever reason, I get a sort of sense of the thing, and I think it's a men's room and i'll kind of go around the corner i'll be like it's all women in there i'm like hey <laughs> you know what i gotta go the other way and i I mess it up a lot sort of like i mess up reading well, here no, you don't need to mess up just go whatever I go, I go yeah 
Hey, ladies. <laughs> I forgot my lipstick today. I look terrible. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's go ahead and have a look at this. So, um, I call upon all Americans to join the fight for full equality of transgender people. He said, "Claire, blah 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 blah." Vice President Kamala Harris and I affirm the transgender Americans making our nation more prosperous, vibrant, and strong. No, they aren't. No, they are not making our. Co- Hold on, I'm going to play a video for you guys. <laughs> I'm going to play a video for you guys. It's, yeah, I know men's bedroom are super. It's super glo- gross. You land the thing, but I'm not touching anything there. So anyway, <laughs> men's bathrooms, I think, are are worse than women's. Bathrooms. Yes, that's 100% because I was in both. Of <laughs> in both. All right, let me switch this. Hi, my name is. Hi, my name is Bunny and I use fun pronouns. Fun pronouns are a form of neo pronoun outside of he and she pronouns. There's a whole world of neo-pronouns that can be used. In my case, mine are based off of bunny. So instead of she, her, hers, herself, it's bun, bun, buns, bun self. So how do we use it? Bun went to the store. Bun didn't like what bun saw. Bun thinks of bun self as a wonderful, caring, giving person. Now, fun thing for me is that my name Bunny my nickname is Bun. Bun pronouns can also be name self pronouns where you use the name as the pronouns. So Bun went to the store is not only a Neil pronoun, but could also be referring to me by my nickname. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So that is the uh, It was kind not of loud folks. enough. Huh? It wasn't loud enough. Nobody heard it. I was too late. I tried to no, no, no. You, your changing it didn't help. It was just, it's just quiet. Well, anyway, go to my Twitter channel and watch that guy. Uh, but anyway, that's the kind of folks that are making our nation more prosperous, vibrant, and strong, apparently. <laughs> uh, Harris tweeted about the administration's actions saying, transgender rights are human rights. We see you, and we will always stand up for you. I, 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 I really hate this whole transgender thing. It's, I feel like we as a nation are facilitating mental illness as like normal like we're normalizing mental yeah. illness there's going to be when if you are normal that's not that's uh, that's that yeah that's, that's the mental not normal illness. yeah, yeah. you are normal that's not yeah. normal because you there are be people there are people who think that the queen of england right i am the queen of england you mean Meghan Markle? <laughs> yeah i mean in the old days you would have um i think that this movie one one flew over the cuckoo's nest right Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, Ashley says that she could hear it, but maybe some some viewers, um, maybe they had their volume too low or something like that. Um, okay, so... We heard enough, people say. We it's heard not, enough. They yeah. heard enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They heard too much. It was too loud, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so anyway, uh, what, what the heck was I talking about? Um... Yeah, like if you watch this movie, One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest, I think one of the guys... Is it actually a movie? One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest? Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. Well, it was a novel, they made it into a film. It's about people in a mental institution, in actually in Salem, Oregon, where I'm from. There's okay. a mental institution there. And um, that's where they filmed it. I don't know if that's where the fictional uh, thing is set, but that's where they filmed it. And 
Yeah, and the, and at the end of the movie, they actually the main character mm-hmm. who's trying to get out of the mental institution doesn't think he's that crazy. Um, they cut out part of his brain. They lobotomize him, and then he's like a zombie. It's a really sad movie, actually. Um, it's an interesting film, but uh, I think one of them says he's the Queen of England or something like that. Well, one time I watched a movie about trans- first transgender. That's the Danish girl. Uh huh. And after that, I could not watch that uh, kind of that Harry actor? Potter yeah. style. Uh, I love Harry Potter, but then I yeah. see this guy, I'm thinking about Danish girl movies. <laughs> I was like, man, you cannot do this yeah, to I me. Yeah, I forget that guy's name, the actor, the red-headed guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot, I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. I'm very bad with names. Yeah. I told you not to watch that movie, you didn't listen to me. No. I like movies like this. His name has an R in it, something R. Anyway, doesn't matter. Okay, so um, yeah, look, you don't want to be cruel to transgender people. I get that, and I, and I don't think that you should be. But you also should not condone mental illness as as like an acceptable thing. Like we should treat mental illness. Um, but uh, you know, like I said, so there used to be used to be insane asylums, and we used to put people in insane asylums mm-hmm. who would think, for instance. They're the Queen of England. I'm the Queen of England. You must call me your royal highness. Yeah, but if uh, I think you shouldn't put person in a mental institution if it's... Can I finish what I'm saying? person doesn't, doesn't hurt <laughs> Can anyone. Can I finish what I'm saying? If Can I finish what I'm saying? No. Can I finish what I'm saying? All right. So now we don't say, okay, this person has a mental issue. They think they're the Queen of England. Let's put them in a mental institution and try to treat them. What? You're just funny. Let, let, me, let me finish. So... Instead of putting them in the mental institution, now we say, oh, no, they are the Queen of England because they feel like the Queen of England inside. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It's completely insane. But this used to be an issue where we'd say, okay, if you if you think you're something you're not, you have a mental problem. Now we say, if you think you're something you're not, well, who am I to tell you you're not that thing? We should totally accept it. What? This you, is funny. Are you mad at me for stopping you talking? No, I'm not. You interrupted me like four times. I, I wanted know. to get that out. We don't have enough. T- we, don't, you know, come on. I want to finish this thing up. But anyway, okay. Let me re- let me read a little bit further on here. Uh, Emmy Ruiz, the White House Director of Political Strategy and Outreach, tweeted that transgender flags would be on display at the White House. Imagine being a trans kid and feel <laughs> these trans children thing. That's the worst part of it. That to me is the worst part of it. Because they're saying, like, little kids, if they think that they're a girl and it's a boy and they like to put on lipstick, well, then we should give them a dress and pretend they're a little girl. This messes people up. Psychologically, it messes them up, I think. No? Are you just not talking now because you're afraid I'm going to yell at you? (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm kind of suggesting you should. Ah, okay. Okay. Well, I think. If a person doesn't like hurt anyone physically, if ah, you just okay, say this one that again, Queen huh? is in, okay, right. maybe just send him to a psychiatrist. Right. But if it's gonna be like out of control, yeah, you you will have to go to insane asylum. Right, right. But we're moving on to kids now. What do you think about the whole kids thing? Kids thinking that they're the opposite gender. I. Mm, well, do you remember that uh, Angelina Jolie's uh, kid was dressing up like as a uh-huh, boy? Uh-huh. Uh, lots of lots of celebrities, kids. Yeah, lots of celebrities yeah. because they have this whole freedom and stuff, uh-huh. and Hollywood is leftist. So, but now these kids are like kind of become normal, 
like are they Jolie's yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids that's right angelina jolie's kid start decided, looking like a girl yeah yeah i guess i'm not gonna do this boy thing you want me to do yeah, kind of, yeah i love that i love that yeah these at least they're giving them the freedom to to be who they actually are which i like um okay Okay. Imagine being the trans kid and feeling, and feeling seen by the highest office in the land. She tweeted, and not just seen, but loved and cared for. Well, I'm not seen by the highest office in the land. I don't feel loved and cared for. I'm a delicate flower. The Biden administration needs to see me, and they need to love me, and they need to care for me. It's so not fair. They only love the trans kids. They don't love us straights. Delicate flower. That that's about you, Chris. <laughs> What's that? That's you, one hundred percent. Yeah, delicate I'm a delicate flower. flower. <laughs> As of Wednesday afternoon, the White House had approved no details. Oh, sorry, had approved. Cannot read. Had provided no details about where the flags were flown and no images showing them. Other government institutions in the United States and other countries also flew the transgender flag Wednesday. Um. Yeah, so there's a bunch of, like, cities that have done it and all this kind of stuff. Oh, man. On his first day in office, Biden signed an executive order on preventing and combating discrimination on the basis of gender identity or sexual orientation. It is the policy of my administration to prevent and combat discrimination on the basis of gender identity and sexual orientation. Well, here's here's a question. Can you discriminate based on mental illness? Because that actually, if that's a legal, if there's a legal precedent for that, then that is in conflict with this. If you can say, if you have a mental illness, I don't want to hire you because mental illness sometimes uh, leads to other kinds of problems in the workplace, Mm -hmm. then that should be in conflict with this. I don't know if people with mental illness are protected under the law. I don't think so. But I also don't think employers are protected. And I don't think it's explicitly written anywhere that employers can fire somebody for, for having a mental illness. But I think that people should be able to fire people if they think that they have a mental illness. Because I know, like, I have a friend who's very much a sort of advocate for people with mental illness. But the problem is that, like, mental illness, the concept of mental illness, spans a huge gamut from people who are just, like, mildly depressed mm-hmm. to people who are, like... Cuckoo. Yeah, violent. Like, su- super violent. Kind of mm-hmm. like serial killers and stuff like that. And so, if you want to fire somebody because they have a mental illness... Um, well, but, you have to, you have to, do you know, like, I would think what, somebody what, who's, what, where, yeah, where I think somebody who's mildly illness. depressed, inappropriate, somebody who's ser- serial killer, probably appropriate, <laughs> probably appropriate. And then at what point is, do you cross the line from, in, you know, inappropriate, depressed, pe- depressed people to totally appropriate, you know, people who are schizophrenic and can't do their job right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, I think. People who own businesses have every right to fire somebody if they think they have a mental illness and it's going to somehow impact their work. Um, but, you know, that's just, you know, I'm a bit of a libertarian in that sense. Okay, uh, let's see. They want to combat discrimination against gender identity and sexual orientation and fully enforce Title Seven and other laws that prohibit discrimination on the basis of gender identity or sexual orientation. The order builds on a 2020 Supreme Court ruling that protected LGBT people from discrimination in the workplace. We also celebrate together with transgender Americans across the country who will benefit from our efforts to stop discrimination, blah, 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 blah. A lot of the problem that we have here with these leftists is that uh, leftists seem to think that they need to stop all kinds of discrimination 
And if you find that there there isn't discrimination, right? If you find that there isn't um, this this severe kinds of discrimination, or or you just haven't found it. Not that you have found that it doesn't exist, but you you haven't you don't have data to support the idea that there is discrimination. They still want to pretend that there's discrimination because then they can come out as the heroes. We talked about this the other day. It's discrimination because there is no discrimination. <laughs> well, they want to be able to say there's discrimination because they want to be able to say we're stopping people from discriminating against people. It doesn't matter if there is actual discrimination. They don't care if there is. They're not looking. They're not providing a bunch of data that shows trans people are discriminated against. But they want to say that it's a crisis so that they can say they're the heroes that are stopping it. I think left just stopped making sense in every way four years ago. (laughs) No, not four years ago. 2016. Right, 2016. And actually, they were were on their way. They were like barreling toward not making any sense a long time before that. But I think you're right. I think when when Trump was elected, they went went full retard. They're done. Yeah. All right, do you want to go to the Q&A? Are we done with the stories? Uh, yes, we did. Have, All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are done with the news. We Let's did move have on to the some Q&A. super chats that, like five, I think. All right, I've got you on a, a single shot. It's all you, baby. <laughs> okay. Let's hear what the people have to say. Okay. People, we want to hear from you. Okay, Daniel's Carroll. Okay. Started watching Mr. Reagan, then found you here. Do you really think that the Biden's Laney Yard COVID badges are really going to be implemented? It's uh, hard to read for me. <laughs> There's lots of words that I don't know. I think he's talking about like the passport, the concept probably, of the, yeah. the vaccine passport. Is that, what he, is that what he's talking about? Yeah, it's the first super chat. I think it's already disappeared. Okay. It was a long time ago. All right, read it again slowly. Okay, started watching Mr. Reagan, then found you here. Do you really think that the Biden's Laney Yard... Oh, lanyard. Lanyard COVID badges. Lanyard COVID badges. Are really going to be implemented? Uh, I assume that he's talking about the, the vaccine passports. Badges. badges. I, don't, I don't know what he's talking about. I think I, that's the whole thing with passports and... Yeah. Uh, well, Valeria does think they're going to implement the passport thing. 100%, I don't. 100%. I don't. 100%. I think they're going to develop a passport system too late, and they're going to have to implement it... Uh, in the next pandemic or the next scare, um, but they, they won't implement it in this one. Because if they will fail to do it right now, if then they were going to create another pandemic. And they're going to say, well, now we really need yeah. those passports, yeah. guys. Yeah, you really. know, let, let me tell you something. One of uh, the AOC puppeteers, one of the people that put AOC in office, um, I'm in communication with him on Twitter. I'm we we, we talk. Shot. Huh? Oh, I'm yeah, 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 it's true. Shot. Yeah, I'll switch back over to us. I'm sorry, Thank darling. You. Don't beat me later. Please. Huh? Don't beat me later. <laughs> not I'm going to put you in trouble here. You are going to get me in trouble. Um, yeah, one of AOC's guys that has, you know, that, that, that orchestrated her rise to power, um, he contacted me the other day and he said, do you want to collaborate on a project to criticize Biden for not preparing well enough for the next pandemic? Next pandemic. And I'm like... That's fascinating that you're you're saying that, and um, he actually made a lot of points that that I agree with, uh, with regard to how Biden is dealing with it and how Trump isn't getting any credit for the vaccines and all that kind of stuff. And um, so I'm probably going to end up talking to him about that. 
He said that he doesn't agree with me on masks. He thinks masks are good. But he specifically cited N94. N94, is it? Or N95? N95. N95. See, I rolled my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he, he's right about N95 masks. N95 masks do have some degree of protection. Unless it's a Chinese knockoff. That's true, unless it's a Chinese knockoff. But the point I'm trying to make is that I've never said N95 masks don't work. I've always said that those flimsy medical masks don't really work. Like, the, the virus can still get into those. And also, that that's not even the requirement. The mask requirement that they have for going in, out in public in, in all these places is a piece of cloth over your face. And if you have something like a neck gaiter, that actually aerosolizes your cough more than the cough by itself. So it actually makes it worse, um, according to one study that I read. And so... Clearly, these politicians don't care about following the science. They don't care about actually protecting people from coronavirus. If the Democrat politicians had required, specifically required N95 masks for every American when they go to the grocery store and they go to school and they go to all these things, then I would think, okay, they're taking it seriously. I probably still would think that it was uh, ridiculous that healthy people had to wear N95 masks. You know, if you don't have the virus, wearing a mask is not going to help anything. But at least they're making some kind of an effort that makes some sense with regard to the science. Having people wear neck gaiters or a scarf, I mean, you're just making crap up at this point. You, you clearly don't care about public health. You, this is obviously just optics, right? It's it's a way for them to virtue signal and to pretend that they're, they're woke and they're doing the right thing. It, they're not actually helping at all. So that's why I re- that's why I I'm against masks because I know that it's just political posturing has nothing to do with protecting people. I'm sorry that took a little bit too long. Uh, do we have another question? Do we have another comment? Yes, we do. Um, Boxy Punk Chick send us a, a cat emoji. <laughs> thank you, thank you Super for that. Super chat. Thank you for that. Our cat is peacefully sleeping right he now. He is. He's right here. Okay, Patriot Daniel. Mm-hmm. Did you not block him? <laughs> I, I call him Patreon. Dan- I call him sending, patron. Sending, patron Daniel. You always say patriot. Money, patriot. Sending pa- pa- us money patron, every day. Patron. Patron. No. Patron means somebody who like supports you. Ah, patron. 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 Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. If the flu started in Florida, it would be called the Florida Floridian flu. Yeah, that's true. P- PS is a storm surge racist. Storm surge. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if a storm surges. Mm-hmm. Is is that is that a, is that militarizing the the storm? Is that white supremacist? Like that's such a good well, point. Storm has a soul too, and it's probably transgender. Aston well, Cam. Aston Cam. All right, are we done with the uh, comments? No. Okay. Uh the uh, Pyro King. Pyro King. Pyro King. Uh, no amount of evidence will ever persuade an idiot, Mark Twain. <laughs> That's, yeah. oh, Mark Twain was a genius. I'm I know, sorry. I he know was, this guy. He's one of the best authors that we ever have had in America. All right. Anything else? And Frank James. Uh-huh. The left will go down in history alongside the Nazis. The left is pushing hate and division like the Nazis did. A hundred percent. There are 100%. way too many parallels. Oh, there are so many parallels these days. Ladies and gentlemen, is that it for the Super Chats? That's it. If you have anything else to say, please go ahead and read that stuff. But I'm actually going to bring to you guys... No, don't, Chris. Poor cat. Aston, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He just woke up. He doesn't like to be picked up. But anyway, there's the cat. 
Where am I? I woke up. Nope. He just woke up, so he's a little he's a little un unhappy. There you go. How are you? Nope. You wanna get off the the desk? <laughs> well, All he's right. alive. Anyway, he got to say hi. You got the ass you got the cat cam. You got the cat cam for one minute. What's up? What? Now you woke him up. Sorry for waking you up, Aston. Now he's complaining to me, looking at me. <laughs> no, he's looking like, at... what? Look what he's like, he why did. did that guy wake me up? Yeah. They live here and I'm visiting. That's kind of how I think of it. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else? Any other great... Um... No, now everybody's talking about Aston. They're like, why did you wake him up? <laughs> Somebody with a commie cat. He's not a commie. Storm lives no, better. No, he's a Trump supporter. Storm lives matter. Storm lives matter. I love that. Uh, Billy Lee writes, mask mouth is a real thing. Sleep apnea. Doctors are super adamant about keeping your mask clean. Um, yeah, that's right. I mean, a, a lot of what they said at the beginning was like, if you do wear a mask, these disposable masks, you're really supposed to throw them out after a few hours. Four hours, yeah. Yeah, you're not even supposed to wear them for a full day. And But like, that's not what people do. People keep like a box of masks... And then they, they take a few, put them in their car, mm-hmm. and they wear the same mask for like a week, and then they throw it out, and then they grab another mask. Basically, people basically wear it until it wears out. And by then, it's like covered in germs. It's terrible. We try to wear masks as little as we can, as seldom as we can. You know, you, you do reuse masks quite a bit, actually. And then these... I do not because I have access to all of these new masks uh, uh, yeah, yeah. at Unset. work, so I yeah. took like 10, yeah, yeah. and next day I take 10, and I right. pitch little holes in this N95 <laughs> so I can breathe. <laughs> she doesn't do that's a joke. She definitely... <laughs> nobody pokes holes in masks. That's a myth. That's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> or I like undo this nose thing. Valeria, shut up. Nothing. Nothing. It's hilarious. Come on. <laughs> you should see all the designs that she's got for uh for clipping holes in masks. She's she's like a she's like a mask fixer genius. Anyway, um if you if you're not sick, wearing a mask is pointless. I think everybody should be on board with that. Uh, even leftists can agree with that. I don't think there's a scientist on earth that would say, no, 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 if you're healthy, you need to wear a mask anyway. There's this idea of, uh, about uh, asymptomatic spread. And you'll read different reports about different studies about this. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the reports that they've done where they actually track people with asymptomatic spread shows uh, or as- a- with, who have asymptomatic COVID, they find that they very, very, very rarely spread it. It's it's almost Chris, always there's one case. There's one case a symptomatic spread or uh when the person get covid again. They're going to say right. vaccines, two vaccines, three vaccines, right. vaccines right. every year. They just going to if it's a one single case, they can even make this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they can, yeah, they can even make it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's really the people who are symptomatic. So people who are coughing. <laughs> And by the way, sneezing is not a symptom. I looked at because I was sneezing really badly one day, and I was like, "Why am I sneezing so much?" And you said, "I think it's COVID." So I looked it up, and sneezing is not actually a symptom of COVID. I don't know why this isn't more popularly known. Like, how did I not know that? You cannot, or you, if you're sick and you're sneezing a lot, like an inordinate amount, like, and you don't think it's allergies. If you're sick and you're sneezing, you probably don't have COVID. You probably have the flu or, or a cold. It's probably not COVID. COVID, you cough. You don't sneeze. You have a dry cough. You don't sneeze. 
they changing yeah. this whole thing about COVID like every week. It's weird because COVID's dying off. Like we're we're getting rid of it through the vaccines, through all this, you know. It just I think it's naturally kind of going away as well. A lot of people they're have had mutate, it already. They're going to mutate. It's going to get another wave, another surge. Another surge of COVID. And they're going to lock us up again. All right. I think we're good for the day. You guys saw the cat. Uh, you guys seem like you're happy. And uh, we will see you tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Um, crap, I forgot to... I got to sign that... Uh, I got to sign that contract. Remind me when we get off the thing. Okay. And you've also got to remind me to call hotels. You promised you would remind me Monday. Did you remind me? No. No, you did not. Bad wife. Bad wife. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. You want to say goodbye? Uh, yeah. Good night and see you tomorrow. Good night. See you tomorrow, guys. Toxic masculinity. All right. I think that was pretty good. See?